everybody. Welcome to episode 504? 504. It changes every time. That's the main problem with remembering the show numbers. Uh, Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by my two co-hosts, Ben Funky Askren and Stephen Kyle Brackey, who is sucking up to Ben by wearing a Missouri wrestling shirt. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I can see it. It's kind of caught behind there. I think Ben is sucking up to us by wearing a Flow shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, wow. I am today. And I'm sucking up go. to USA Wrestling. <laughs> so we're all, we all have angles. <laughs> hey, you know you know what I miss, guys? I miss that. You know, admit this is my fault. You guys always talk about the area code of the episode number all right. one. And I, I always thought that I looked it up already. It's, it's New Orleans. Uh, Ooh. And you, yeah. Big Easy. Uh, big Easy. So uh, I don't know if there's a lot of wrestling going on down there. Well, ever. No. But um, Daniel Cormier is from Louisiana, so that's he's from. Where's he from though? He's not from New Orleans. He's from um, a northern suburb. Yes, I don't know where, but I know he's from Louisiana. Lafayette. 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 Yep, that was it. Uh-huh. Shout out Jazztown Duels. We used to stream Jazztown Duels. Yeah, shout out Jazztown. Um, what was I gonna say? Five four zero area code is coming up here, and you know, however many episodes that is, thirty six. And so that five five oh five. That's New Mexico. What's your area code, Ben? You don't know my area code? I'm offended. I just (laughs) just type Ben Askren, and then then I send you. I don't dial your number. Do you dial my number when you text me, Ben? (laughs) Yes. Uh, On on the rotary phone. You guys remember those things? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm 262, but I was also, when I was a child, I was 414, and then uh, this area grew so much that they split into two, two area codes. I'm sorry that we uh, we passed your your area codes already. You can move. You, I hey, think you listen, big it. idea. Just listen up. Five one two is the Austin area code. You can move here oh, between nice. now and eight episodes, and then it'd be perfect. So just or think five, about five seven three is Columbia, Missouri. I had I had that for a while. Okay, a little Como action. What's your Steve Kyle? Three hundred four. That was a while back. We are not, and by the way, we are not stalling for time right now. We are just, you know, we did used to do area code talk where it's not like there's nothing to talk about it. in wrestling. Yeah, we'll bring it. I back. feel like you know, I brought a few good things to the show, but we haven't done area code. <laughs> Bracky refuses to do alien hour like only like once no. every four months. It's right. full crap. Will, will you, will you do an time. alien hour tomorrow? Yeah. All right. Can you? Is there a tease? Do you have any idea where you're going to um, go with it? I kind of want to talk about uh, someone that died that maybe didn't really die. Ooh, not uh-oh. and not not Avril Lavigne. Not Avril Lavigne. She is dead. She's dead. <laughs> Avril Lavigne is dead. She's been dead. I okay. thought she wasn't dead. I thought she wasn't dead. No, no, she's dead. But everyone thinks she's alive because of Melissa. Because of Melissa, the fake Avril Lavigne. That was that one. Really, that may be the one that launched. Um, Alien Hour into international. It did. It, it really <laughs> did. Because it, it really turned people on to... It woke them up. Some of the, yeah, it literally woke people up. <laughs> okay. Seriously. So a couple things. Um, here, here's the rundown. I want to talk about... We've been doing some, some lineup looks. We're going to do that. Talk about Oklahoma State. How they're looking in the future. Um, and some interesting stuff about Dayton Fix maybe changing weights. I don't know. That's kind of long been discussed. Wait, wait. Let me hear. Come let's on. go. Let's, let's start the Dayton show with Fix, that. 125, don't rule it out. Says who? S- says me, Christian <laughs> Piles. Don't rule it out. It's been discussed for years. Okay. Um, I I could see it happening. I could really yeah, see it I, happening. 
I would, uh, you know, I, I would really like to know your sources on this one because well, well, that would, let, make, I'll man, that would make the rumor more or less believable. Okay. But it, well, hey, I'll, I'll tell you why I, I do. I'll tell you why I do believe it. Number one, makes their lineup better. Number two, uh, Dayton's already rested 125 pounds for the Olympic trials, which means he's going to make weight morning of and morning of two mornings in a row, which is really similar to a, uh, you know, a college thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is also going to probably do some type of a bridge season, wrestling freestyle also. Um, and then number three, uh, Dayton loves challenges and he loves doing epic things. And mm-hmm. I don't know that I don't know. There's no one else on to five that can challenge Spencer Lee besides Dayton. Dayton is literally the only challenge and they, they have uh, history. So I think it would be a fascinating storyline and uh, I would be I'd be in for it. That'd be very interesting. Yes. And obviously the big challenge, Spencer Lee. Um I see this where if, if Dayton was going to challenge Spencer in a wrestling match, I don't know if he matches up as well in folk style, the freestyle. Because why? why? Well, well I, I know Dayton doesn't think that because Dayton's an elite competitor, so he's probably has well, his course, mindset very. Of course, okay. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. obviously, but yes. If you were talking about it from a practical standpoint, I'm not sure. You know, how is how is he going to take him down and, and ride him? Is he going to be able to get away from from Spencer? I think it's a I think it's a really tough freestyle. Could be a completely different story, right? Free, uh, well, how do you think he's going to score in freestyle? Is he get, you think he's going to top and turn him? Is well, that he has what you're a saying? lot of ways. I mean, he's one of the best on top. He's he's incredibly. I mean, I mean, his scrambling is really good That's in great. folk style, but I think Spencer's scrambling is really great too. Yeah. I yeah. think he could do counter, counter offense. Um, I mean, he'd been able. That's how he was able to score. He hit like a, um, like a little belly gut on him defensively once. He's he's done. He's really good on top. Inside trip. I did, don't know. I mean, not that, did they? Okay, I didn't follow national high school stuff for a long time, Christian. I, I'm starting to do. I, I still still don't do a ton, but more. You know, I pay attention to my guys. Um, did they? I, so obviously, I know they wrestled the, the famous matches at the UWW Cadets. Um, did they ever meet in folk style or no? No, I don't think so. They were supposed to at the P- Pittsburgh Wrestling Classic. Remember, then Spencer got hurt. Yeah, Spencer had the torn knee and wasn't able to wrestle in that. So right, so, were they going to wrestle there? Yeah, no, yeah. That, that was going to happen. I like started double. So, so, so the UWW Cadet matches were the only time that they were ever really actually fully slated to go against each other. Yes. The the story goes that when Dayton got sent, like, the form or whatever for Pittsburgh Wrestling Classic, like, there's maybe a thing you fill out, and all he wrote down was, like, oh, yes. Spencer Lee 126. That was, like, the only thing he wrote down. And <laughs> like, that was that was it. And Yeah, it was like, it was, like, a bio thing. And then they I think they do give you, like, who, is there anyone you would like to wrestle? And literally for the whole thing, he just put Spencer Lee. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. So yes, uh, elite mind, elite competitor, both of them. And it would be an uh, incredible, incredible match to watch. And yeah, I want to see so it. Who'd you hear, so who'd you hear from, Christian? No, I have no good sources on, on this. Come on. It's just rumor you don't now. Lie. Don't lie. You always have good sources. No, it's it's been discussed for a long time. I'm not, I, Was it John Smith? <laughs> come on. You know that it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. No, it I makes a lot of sense for as you laid it out, Ben. Uh, for yeah. his freestyle, 
for his freestyle plan. And then, honestly, for the Oklahoma State lineup, and if he's on a pitch count where he's not wrestling that much and he's not having to make it a ton, um, like not twice a week, it makes sense. And then 33, you can can run back Whitcraft or you could uh, see if Cade wants to bump back down where he was much better at 133 than 41. Yeah, I, um, yeah. So do you? So do we see it going? If they do drop Dayton down, Dayton, Cade, G or Hone, Boo as our top four. Yes, first four, That's, I should say. What do you think, dude? G G fellas got to get his act together. I know <laughs> he was so good two years ago. Well, two years ago, he was really good, right? He was really good, and then he zero and two at NCAA's. Yep. After yeah. you know, he had a lot of really good wins, he won the scuffle. He beat Fine Silver. Yeah, it started to. It was kind of a slow decline. I know some people speculated he was hurt. I don't know if he was, but if you remember, he got beat up by someone from Missouri. Oh boy, don't get him going. Ooh. Don't yeah, don't even start. Mahler, ten to four. Oh well, that's okay. He's kind yeah, of yeah, that's fine. He kind of does that. And then, but then it went. It just went down from there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, one Big Twelves and then zero and two barbecue at NCAA's. Yeah, yeah he won Ma- Big Twelves. Mahler whooped him at that duel. I know they said that. I remember the match. Yeah, I was thinking one forty one for a second. Um, yeah. So I, I'm looking through this Oklahoma State lineup. It, you know, I, I think it makes a whole lot of sense for Dayton to go down twenty five. Um. Both for him, and then j- just for our f- the fans' sake of having a really, really great match to anticipate that we'll see multiple times. That makes sense for us. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, man, Oklahoma State. I-, I feel like looking at this lineup and just knowing John Smith, I feel like they're gonna get Dusty Plot down one seventy four first year. How do you feel you about think? that? Well, well, there's kind of a gap there. Montalvo had a good year one eighty four, uh, and John Smith has been known to cut guys down a little bit. Well, I, I I feel like the plan for Plot has been 74, at least for a, li- a little bit. I think everyone knows he'll ultimately probably move up. He's big. He's got the frame to go 84, yeah. maybe even 97 eventually if, if that worked. But yeah. I think there's some concern over how much time he's missed, yeah. right? And then you're going to throw him in right away. It'd be really tough. But, you know, and that's a situation that they'll get to monitor in the room. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine – Maybe they hold him out for a little bit, send him to some open, see what's going on, and then cut him loose. What what's the track record for Oklahoma State pulling pulling red shirts for their true freshman? I know they've done it many times, but have they yeah. ever kind of waited a little bit for it? Um, I feel like Cade Brock. Cade, and, they when they wait a month, maybe. Yeah, they yeah, pulled it wasn't, him. It wasn't that long. It was How Oklahoma epic State. was that? That feels also that feels four. like literally ten years ago when it was. they pulled his red shirt, which was like <laughs> it was a long time ago, Christian. It was like five five years ago, four years ago. Was it the 2014-15 season? It was twenty fifteen sixteen. Dude, that's a long time. Yeah. So they pulled him December thirteenth. Okay. Yeah. So they, they waited pulled. a little bit. For Bedlam. He so was he, undefeated. So he could pin freaking Cody Brewer. That was insane. That blew my yeah, mind. That was, um that was totally insane. Uh, so I don't know what I was saying other than, oh, we were talking about well, Dustin. I'll go, I mean, he really completes their lineup unless they get a transfer or something at 74. I don't know. Um, he seems Christian, like the best option. Just think about some of these weight cuts that did, that John Smith, the semi-orchestrated Johnny Hendricks 
couldn't make 130 pounds on, on day before. John Smith hadn't wrestled 157 pounds. They should have brought him in as, as Johnny Hendricks' <laughs> weight cutting coach. He had 157 pounds day of weigh-ins. Freaking imagine. Daniel Cormier wrestled 184 pounds for two years. 184 pounds, and he struggled to make 211 later in his career. Yeah. Like, John Smith cut some dudes down, like, big league. Well, I I don't I don't view this think as, like, like a, a, a some huge cut for Plot. I don't feel really? like, oh, man, he's a big age. No, I don't think it is. I think they, like, Nomad hasn't projected as an 84 just because we haven't seen him in a year. He probably sure. hasn't been working out that much because I know he had uh, shoulder surgery. So, and I'd imagine if he redshirted, if um, if Plot redshirted, he'd probably wrestle it up at at one eighty four, right? That would be my yeah. guess. Sure. So mm-hmm. you know that's probably why he slotted him in there. Montalvo's no, he could not make uh, seventy four. No way, right? He's pretty. No, he's guy. big. Yeah, no, he's big. I, I feel like he's really big. Yeah. But if you look at this squad, you know what they could potentially be next year. It's it's um, you know, heavyweight's going to be tough, but. Dayton, Cade, Caden or Hone, Bulu mm-hmm. Allen, Wyatt Sheets, who was really coming on mm-hmm. towards the end of last year, Travis Whitlake, who had one of the more under-the-radar excellent freshman campaigns yeah, for anyone. Really good year. Really yeah. good year. Uh, 74 if they throw in Plot, then Montalvo, Dakota Gear, and then I guess Connor Doucette or Austin Harris. What was uh, – I would redshirt Doucette and try to get more size on him. Just go with Harris again. Yeah. yeah. But th- but then that would go, uh, Kyle. If they bump Ferrari up to heavyweight, that doesn't make sense to, you know, not just start him because he's gonna be on the bench the rest of the time. Essentially, maybe they um, don't think Ferrari's a heavyweight. Okay, That's, that that could be fair. Um, and then, hey, what was Montalvo's seed going in NCAs? Was it like ten? I feel like. Yeah, he had to have been seated around there. He had a good. He had a good seed. I'm pretty sure. We'll we'll look it up here. That, uh, the brackets that we never got to see filled out. He was the so nine. Sad. Nine. Okay, that's close. So yeah, I mean, but that weight class I feel like doesn't get really any easier. No, because you add who Max Dean's Max. in there now. You add Max Dean. You're probably gonna add Miles Amin. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's two title contenders oh, on no, top no, no. of we, a pretty we, deep we, weight. We called Miles Amin off. Oh really? They're saving it for well, they're saving it for 2022. Remember? Sydney oh yeah. Chile. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's our expert recommendation to Sean Barman. But I mean, yeah, Bolin's yeah. back, Hiley's back, the Prey's back, Brooks is back, Bonacorsi's back, Caffey's back, Vin's back, Assad's back, Rocky Jordan's back. Oh my all of them. Gosh, they're all back. Yeah, everyone's back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Someone brought up. Really tough. Someone in the Facebook chat just brought up Sean Streck, who transferred from Purdue to Oklahoma State. Is he? Uh, Did he? I mean, he's he, was in, there? he is he is in Stillwater, but he has not been on the roster. Who the heck moves to Stillwater just to live in Stillwater? Well, no, nobody. I, I absolutely it's think he's trying to get on the team, but whether it's academic stuff or the trouble he got in at Purdue, okay. I don't. He hasn't been on the roster yet. Got maybe it. maybe they get him in second semester. That would be and that would be a shakeup because Streck is has all American potential. Yes, because then they're. Ten pretty dang deep. No, they're deep. Yeah. If if plots is seventy four. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Shrek. Uh, Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> we had, we had a high, we had a college teammate we called Shrek. He looked just like it. No neck, heavyweight. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, uh, so, but with uh, the, with the heavyweights coming in next year, 
I don't feel like Streck is all American caliber. I mean, when you oh, look ass. at, they're so young. It's it's such a heavyweight is like. I want to say this is where we are like in the ultimate era of the heavyweight because that weight class is so deep and it's going to be deep for, I don't think any of them are seniors. Jordan Wood, the senior, that's the only one. Yeah. That's a really, yeah. really, really crazy weight. Um, yes. No, he oh, could I'm get sorry, in man. there. He could get, Streck would be in there with the. Five through eight. Yeah. I think he's had, I think he would have a good match with Hilger. Would Come maybe on. what? Oh, sorry. I'm I mean, two, we I'm, love I'm, Thor. Big. I mean, two I'm, years I'm, ago, Streck was thirty and fifteen and went two and two instead of ways. He beat Billy Miller. He lost to Jacob Casper in Sudden Victory, and then uh, lost to Stoll. But I'm, I'm looking him up on Wrestle. Yeah, what are his good soon. wins? I'm sure he had some. He beat Matt Stencil. He's uh, not on. He's not on WrestleStat. Yeah, he is. You just you're just spelling his last right name now. Shrek. <laughs> Streck. S T R E C K. No, so he's pretty good. But we again for Oklahoma State, we don't know if he's gonna be on the team or if he's gonna but if they did, that would um certainly fill that hole for, for the Cowboys. And they're looking like Ben Ben Askren. I'll let you say what? it or not say it. Is this a title contending team? Well, these nerds from Oklahoma State are gonna bash me on Twitter if I don't say they're title contending. <laughs> but but they're they're not. I mean, look at. Can we go back to that? We did Iowa. Was it yesterday or two days, two episodes yeah. ago? Uh, uh, match them up with Iowa. Go down the lineup. It's not. It's not all that competitive, um, right? If we go, to, so obviously you have to, you have to pick a weight class or date and fix because he he can't be both of them. Unfortunately for them, yeah. whichever one he is not, Iowa's way up point wise. Um, Cade Brock, Cade Brock Austin versus- DeSanto. I need to see that match. <laughs> that match is going to be, be a calamity. So then, yeah, whoever you have at 41, Ironman's way better than. Uh, you, know, you give Oklahoma State the nod at 57. Oh, I'm sorry, 49. Oklahoma State won at 157, but normally you would say Caleb Young's better. But then I think 65, you're going Marinelli by quite a ways. Kemmer, you're going by tour time. And NCAA is 25 points, right? 84, you you know, I guess that one's competitive. 97, you're going Jacob Warner. And then heavyweight, you're going, again, Iowa by... 20 points at NCAs. So, I mean, that, that's two of those. I guess maybe just those two weight classes where they're going to gain probably 40 to 45 points on Oklahoma State. Yeah. Is that uh, fair? Yeah, it's fair. This is definitely a trophy contending team. Yeah. Um, yes, I agree with that. May, and I don't know what – I think they lack the the title contenders, right? You need a few yeah. guys that can win it. And Dayton yeah. would fall under that. Boo. Boo would fall under that. But even even Whitlake, as great as he was, I don't think you can put him in that. Given who's you know, coming back at sixty five, um, gears not. Even though one ninety seven is not great this year, I just can't put him in that. Yeah, he's that been room. too. He's been too up and down. I mean, yeah. he's just, he he took some kind of not not so great losses last year. Did not he that lose big. To, um, so not that big. Yes, I don't yeah. think he is. I would agree with that. I mean, Russell one eighty four. So yeah, he's definitely yeah. Not yeah. No kidding. So I'm uh, I'm I'm excited for this. Life. Now now, what's interesting is who do that who does that leave in redshirt, right? So they got Mastro, yeah, Jacason Burks, AJ Ferrari. Um, is Plot the? He would be the only true freshman that they would wrestle based on their uh, their recruiting class. Yeah, I think so. Who else did they? Have? Inlet. Unless Dayton doesn't go twenty five, 
Uh, I could see yeah. Dukes and Burks going twenty-five. I think it'd yeah. be really interesting. I know, I know they have another the the class, the recruiting class after this one at Oklahoma State is really good. Uh, I know that's not on this depth chart, but that'd be interesting to see. Kind of, I I know um, who's the bigger guy, Haas. He he, you know, mm-hmm. he's going to slot in with Ferrari somewhere there. So I think that would kind of that's going to help fill out their team, obviously. Yeah, Haas is going to be a good heavyweight. Yeah. Uh, so you have Travis, Master Giovanni, um, who wrestled 152 last year. Kyle Haas wrestled 220. Victor Voinovich wrestled 145. East. There's someone else. Oh, Teague Travis, who wrestled 145 okay. last season. So, I mean, you're looking at, like, for example, um, you know, a Whit- Whitlake maybe going up or or the other, the bigger Mastro, you know, filling in those kind of upper weights there. And then you probably have, you know, say a Voinovich 57. So between the 57 and 65, you know, we're talking a couple of years, 74, you have um, Voinovich, Travis Whitlake, and who's the, who's the guy I just forgot that you guys mentioned? Did you say well, T. Master Travis? Giovanni. Uh, Master Giovanni, yes. Okay. So yeah. T. Travis, I think he's going to be a little smaller, like 41, 49. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to be in that mix. So yeah, they they could definitely shore up some of those weight classes. Hey, what's the what's the wrestle stat on Bredman Balmasita? Because I know he was really highly thought of coming out of high school. Um, well, I think you know, good... when they recruited Brevin, I think it was probably like you're the heir to 149 when Boo graduates. Now Boo's got got yeah. another year, so he's gonna be behind Boo next year, is my assumption, and then would slot in at 149 <clears throat> the next year while Voinovich redshirts yeah. and then. Who knows? He's listed as a forty-one on the roster, but he, he didn't. didn't. He wrestled like five matches, uh, more than that. No, he wrestled twenty-five matches last year. Dude, no, he wrestled saying, a bunch at forty-one. Yeah, it's more than I thought. Good for him. He really split it up. Maybe um, he goes. Oh, you yeah, know he, what? Yeah, I bet he gives it a shot at forty-one next year. Because if it's yeah, it's maybe Dusty Hone and and Caden G. Fowler. Well, looking at his results, I mean that his results don't compare at all to Hone's or G's. No. no. But if you're trying no. to get in the lineup, that's probably what you want to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe a maybe just be another year of development. Yeah. Um, hey, um, I, I have an exciting announcement. I forgot. Okay. I'm looking at it, and I I'm actually building out a studio. So prior, this was an open space. I would I would turn my computer around, but I'm really sketched out because some of the wires might come out, and then it would mess with the audio, and then. <laughs> Uh, you know, my kids come here and they mess with me, which happened yesterday, for example. But in like, we'll say a week, maybe I will ha- be able to lock my door. I will have a fu- fully insulated thing and then I will have permanent plug-ins. So we have no more, uh, issues. Is that exciting for you? Dang. Very exciting. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I'm pretty what? excited about it. Well, we're excited for you. Um... <laughs> Okay, anything else to discuss with, with Oklahoma State? Uh, nope. I, I think that's about it. Well, good. Um, okay. Um, let's move on. Why don't we get into some weight class previews? Uh, we kind of did 133. Did we do 133 well enough that we can go on to 141? It's It's a crazy one because... There's so much question about who's going where, especially at those two weights with Sebastian Rivera, yeah. Dayton Fix, Nick Soriano, in or out, who's moving up, who's going down. Heck, even Michich. Yeah, Michich says, am I going to go 25 or 33 or 41? 
Yeah. I, I, I mean, has there ever been an era where guys are moving around? I mean, I mean, it just feels like there's so many high level guys. You know, it feels like usually you have, say, a, a Marinelli who just same weight class every year, or maybe you have, you know, a Kemmer who bumps up one time. Well, I guess he could keep moving. That's a bad example, right? Or Mark Hall is 174 every year. These guys, it feels like there's a new rumor about one of them moving weight class like every other week. It's, it's almost annoying. <laughs> Stop annoying Ben Askren, guys. Just pick your freaking weight class. Just tell us where you're wrestling so we can actually not sound like dingbats because, uh, you know, it's, it's like, well, if this guy's here or this guy's there because we don't really, we don't even know. It, yeah. Yeah. It, it does. It does bug me a little bit because it's hard to talk about what could potentially happen without actually knowing for real what is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of tough, but that's also, you know, that's our job. You can speculate and guess and see what we think is going to happen. Yes. All right. Okay. People so love speculation. They love it. They love it. All right. Let's do, let's do 41 then. I feel like we did 33. Uh, we've, we've talked about 33 so many times because it's been like the best weight class for, I don't know, three, three years in a row or something. At least, yeah. It's been At super least. duper good. We kind of talked about 41 a little bit. A little bit. A little yeah. bit we did. Yeah. <laughs> We're going 49. Why not? So well, but then we don't know, we don't know who's going 49 because Yanni could potentially be moving up. So we got that issue. We got issues across the board. All right. All right. Well, if Yanni moves up, it's Yanni's weight. But we can talk about Yanni's the rest weight of it. For sure. No. No. Uh, is there any consideration are be, for? Who are you going to pick to beat him? Absolutely no one. Okay. No. <laughs> I thought you were like no. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's well. I okay. I'm just. Gonna, uh, here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, you know, Christian, you're usually so nice. Uh, you know, you usually are kind of like uh, conservative on saying it's this guy, right? Because listen, these dorks they get mad at you because you pick somebody, but they don't. They don't realize you got to pick one. But you're so adamant it's Yanni's weight, and you know, so Sammy Sassel's mad at you, and Austin O'Connor, and Boo Llewellyn, and Brock Muller, Bradley. They're all mad at you right now, and all well. their coaches too. Well, okay. Who are you picking, Ben? Well, I don't disagree with you. I think I think, given said the results have happened, I think you'd be an idiot to make an argument uh, that any of those people are going to beat Yanni because, man, in one day, in one day, he tech fault Jordan Oliver, tech fault Frank Manalar, and then beat Zane Rutherford. Yeah, that is all. That's it. That is undeniable. That's, that's a mic drop. That's a mic drop. He did that. No <laughs> but, one has an argument. But you know. His freestyle and folk style results don't always necessarily align, especially in terms of margin of victory, right? Are you walking yourself back now? No, I'm. I'm merely Are presenting you... presenting the case. There's no walking it back. Um, he's, he's my pick, but you're, he's not 100 percent locked to win, right? There's yeah. guys with who yeah. has the best chance to beat him here. Who here's oh. the thing? Who gave here's I'll, I have an I'll I have probably, a name. I have a name. I think go. I know who you're gonna okay. say. But what? go. I think Austin O'Connor. I know who I that that's who I picked. Yep. Because you I think agree. about okay, Joey McKenna gave well Joey McKenna beat Yanni in freestyle. Joey McKenna Correct. gave him a crazy NCAA match that some Ohio State people believe was improperly called and that Joey should have been the rightful winner. That is a thought that exists, right? Mm -hmm. That the calls yes. were bad. There were some bad yeah. calls in that match. That's also it, it was. It was just very controversial calls, and that's really all there is to it. There, it wasn't cut and dry one way. 
absolutely not cut and dry. Now, you think about what are the things that made Joey tough. He's really, really tough to get to. Okay, he was a pretty good finisher of attacks. He was really solid on the mat. Um, and so I think when you consider that, it's, it's a little bit Austin O'Connor. Austin, so good yeah. positionally. He's not going to – Austin's not going to beat himself. He, I think he has reliable enough offense that maybe he, maybe he could get a takedown. Maybe. I don't know. But – Yeah, that's kind of the same thing I was doing, Christian, is, you know, uh, Seasso obviously heavy, heavily reliant on scrambling. Uh, Mueller, you know, similar. Boo scrambles a little bit. Uh, you know, Brayton Lee kind of falls into that category, but Brayton Lee just skill wise relies a lot on conditioning, and we've never seen Yanni lose a match because of condition. I mean, I can't think of one he's ever lost because of conditioning uh, issues, and generally he has won a few because of conditioning issues. So, um, yeah, the only th- example I, I can lot- think of, I thought he got tired. No, maybe I'm misremembering. I don't think he got tired versus Deacon. Um, oh, he's got yeah, taken down. Think, yeah, he's got taken down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think he was like, tired. That was his first match back. First tournament back. It wasn't the first match, but first tournament back for, after for his uh, elbow. Yeah. Double and then, elbow. I don't know if he was sick and hurt or just recovering because he didn't even try to make the junior team after that. He was like, I just need to take yes. this time to get healthy, which is I think like, he was planning yeah. on wrestling, and he got sick. Okay. Maybe it was that. And didn't even try to weigh mm-hmm. in. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, okay. I think I think you're right. Um, do you want to discuss 149 more, or should we just? Uh, Who did you go think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say. Brandon I thought you were. Uh, okay. He's just not. He's got. He's going to give up points. He, I mean, he just I mean, Sasso wrestles this. Brayton shoots sim- too much. I guess you could say that, but he's. I mean, yeah, yeah. I kind of view Sammy's defense along. I mean, he's not as good as Yanni, but they do a lot of yeah, similar yeah. stuff, and. Um, he was able to Yanni's beat Sammy multiple times. Hey, that's a very good way to look at it too. It's like Sammy. Ooh, I, I don't think coming. so because Sammy's way less. Sammy's way more predictable in my opinion. His offense isn't nearly as dynamic. Yanni has a good it's three not. to five things that he can go to to get to people's legs, whereas Sasso doesn't have that. So Brayton Lee can do a lot more for hard forward pressure. And if he does the same thing to Yanni, Yanni's going to score off of that pressure for sure. Oh yeah, that's a good point. And I think Yanni has a better just straight reattack where like he you don't that too. Yeah. You don't have to Sammy needs you to lock around his legs for him to really get busy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whereas Yanni yes. can just like step and reattack and he's got the he gets the takedown, right? Without you getting to a lock. So Yeah. He's just a little more advanced um than, than Sammy, even in the scrambling game and defensive game. So that's yeah. I mean, I, if, I if I, listen, if I'm Sammy's coach, if I'm Sammy's coach and I, I want to develop him further, you know, I want to take him to that next level, I, I'm going to study a lot of Yanni film because there's a lot of things that I think Yanni does that Sammy could add to his game. I think Sam, Sammy Sasso is a, a little more basic. And so, you know, if you want to expand both offensively and then in the scrambles, I think you study a lot of Yanni. I think that's really the way to go for him. Okay. Yeah. Um Got it, got it, got it. And I, I know that's kind of a weird dynamic. A weird dynamic because this is probably somebody he's gonna have to compete against. But you, you know, you can separate me- mentally separate those things from this is someone I have to wrestle versus this is someone who I want to steal technique from. I mean, I think right. those can be two. It, it's tough for people, but those can be two two totally different things. 
Got it. Got it. Um, yeah. Okie doke. One fifty-seven. Fifty-seven Chevy. Let's get there. This is one I think I was really disappointed that we didn't get the CDNCAs because you know I know I know D can beat both uh, Heidley and David Carr, Good but job, I was really curious. I I got it right this morning. <laughs> I was really, really curious to see, you know, if he could do it again, and you know what kind of progress David Carr made. Um, you know, the David Carver's Heidley match is one that's interesting to me also. So I was really looking forward to this, the, you know, the semis and finals of this weight class at NCAAs. Same, same. Now, I feel like this is one weight where, I mean, we just talked about Yanni, and, and mm-hmm. it's pretty similar. But um, 57 seems like we're just running back the same weight, right? Yeah. Like, who's, who is entering <laughs> who, the, the fold here? Who did graduate? Well, Del Vecchio was supposed to, but he got a sixth year. I feel like no one left and no one entered. It's the same well, people. Let me go. This weight class well, is frozen the, in time, Ben. I'm going to look up the red shirt report. Oh. There's got to be somebody. Got to be someone. But... Uh, come on. You know what, you know what's annoying when Flo does that? When it like, takes like five seconds for your password to kick in? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, no, that's just specific for Oof. you. There's not much. Yeah, Berkey and Cade DeVos. That's not all that great. Oh, what? Wait, Tech's gonna have what? a really good uh, 57, aren't they? Aren't, oh, Connor aren't Brady. Tech and uh, don't doesn't UNC have a good 57 too? Kid from oh, where's he from? Hold on. Oh my God, 165 red is freaking gets me excited. 157, not so much. Hold on. I, I was pretty sure. They so you're had... thinking of Connor Brady with Virginia Tech. He was nine and two last year. A uh, loss to Zavistoski of App State and Philip DeRoach of Missouri. Oh yeah. Okay, I don't uh, know I who love... I was talking about for uh UNC. I don't either. Yeah. So walk you... it back, Piles. Walk it back. Yeah, maybe I thought <laughs> it was Connor Brady. Maybe I thought Connor Brady was at both schools. What happened to Connor Brady? What do you mean he, he was not Bob say he was number one in high school. Was he number one kid in the country? Um, yeah, right. and then he lost. I believe he lost in the state finals. Okay. Who's uh? Oh, Mason, Mason think... Phillips. That's his name. Oh. Mason Phillips. Remember when Willie called him to All American last year? Oh my gosh, Man, I almost that... lost my damn mind. I was yelling at the radio. I I I didn't have the voice to actually get on the microphone and come on. Uh, Come on, FRL. Yeah. I was yelling at my radio, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's it was uh is Mason Phillips is who I was thinking about. Yeah. I'm not even sure he's gonna start. Yeah, so, Will, I think Josh Willie McClure will start you. Yeah. Willie brainwash you piles that that uh Mason Phillips is good. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm being mean. I should stop being mean on radio. Okay. All right. Are you guys frozen? No, nope, we're here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, just letting like, you talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to 165. How about that? Well, wait. How many? Uh, do Do you, you see anyone? Else? How many title no. contenders do you see at uh at 157? Same three as last year. Do you think Carr's in that mix? Yes. I, I think there's. A, I think there's a. I think you could. You could make an argument that it's those two. I would lean closer to it's just these two. And Deacon and you guys are say, saying cars out. 
I thought there. I think there's a level of separation. I think there's a tier there. Let me see. He only guys. He only lost what one one match, correct? Well, he, and that he, was to Ryan Deacon. That was mm -hmm. it. So what what gives you the inclination that he's that much farther behind? Uh, I I was thinking maybe I forgot about a match, but I mean he majored Wyatt Sheets, then he beat him again in the Big Twelve Finals, beat Jacory Teamer. Beat Justin Thomas, beat Kendall Yeah, none Coleman. of those guys are on Deacon and Hydley's level. And when he wrestled Deacon, he, You're lost, right. he lost nine to three and wasn't really in the match. But okay, oh, I mean, to, to give you a counterpoint to that, let's think about how Deacon looked at Vegas two years prior and they took six of the NCAs. So, you know, I mean, I know obviously that year is sophomore year, right? Deacon faded. But just because Carr had one bad match, I mean, I'm not ready to write that off. Who knows if he was sick or small injury? You know, we don't know what was going on with with that tournament. And um, you know, I see David Carr as a guy who could be in the mix. The other thing is, you know, which hasn't really been discussed, is a lot of people were kind of thinking David Carr might go to 165 just to start out with. I could um, see that he will eventually be at 65. I don't yeah. know if that'll be next year or this year. Or whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. His I got you. Coming year or his his sophomore year or his junior year. Right. But I yeah. don't think he's long for 57. But maybe he is this this final season. I, I don't know. Just, Just la last year, I felt like he's going he's gonna to All-American. He's going to place high. I did think he was a title contender coming into the season. But now I'm, I'm more uh, – after watching how good Deacon was, and yes, I thought Hydley just matched up really well against, against Carver. That could be completely wrong. Carr's got the yeah. upside to be a, a multiple NCAA champion. He's that good in my mind. So I'm not a car doubter. Um, do we want do we want to do every weight right now, or do we want to like we should we probably to, save some weights? We should save some weights, boys, because <laughs> there's only ten. And once we go through ten, then I don't know what we're gonna do. Um, um well, hey, so we kind of we kind of skip some. You know, so we kind of glanced through some of these weight classes right now, uh, but we didn't talk about the redshirt report. And a few of these weight classes are are awesome. So you know, forty one. Obviously, we talked about Yanni and Ironman, um, but we didn't talk about Austin Gomez. And I don't have the scoop there. Is, is, what was wrong? He had didn't he have concussions or something yes. last year? Yes. So he's cu coming back, and he's going up weight class next year. I don't know if he's going up a weight class. He gets very big in the off season. Yeah, like uh, a stink bug, <laughs> like a stink bug. Um, so there's no denying that. I I just don't know if. I mean, he's been able to make 33, so I don't know if yeah. he'll go back and down guys, or, or wrestle 41. I mean, but you guys have if, Ian Parker ranked number four in the country, so right, and that's why I think he should go 33 because he makes their team better. And I don't know if he can even beat Parker. Sure. In fact, I think they actually wrestled off last year, and that's where everyone was kind of losing their mind. About Gomez okay. being up at forty-one, but it was just part of the descent plan. He couldn't he couldn't make thirty-three yet, and I'm pretty sure Parker won. Okay, um, so I yeah I, I would agree. I think he should go probably go back down to one thirty-three. Um, then Cade Brock obviously you guys have in here, but the other guy um, who I don't know why we glanced over this because I don't think it's very glanceable. Anthony Echemendia, one forty-one. Is he really going to wrestle this weight class at the NCAA tournament, Christian? Is this going to uh, happen? Got good rumors. Yes, yes, I think that is the plan. I think if you had to make a selection, that would be the one. He walks around. I mean, I don't know if you've seen him post the videos of him stepping on the scale. He's walking around like one fifty right now. 
What if he rigged the skill, though, Kyle? What he about that? Yeah, he could have. We had a college. <laughs> Not to give any kids any ideas, but <laughs> we had this one kid on our college team who was a knucklehead. And, you know, we have the weight certification. He's all up in the locker room early, way early that day. And everyone's like, what is he doing here? Like, why is he here so early? And my man was trying to rig the scale. <laughs> How wow. was he trying he tried, to do this? He tried putting uh, – this was his idea. I've never rigged a scale. I don't know if this works or not. He tried putting socks underneath the scale to alleviate the pressure between – That works. You know, this – does it really, Christian? Do you cheat it? So, no, no. I, here's <laughs> how I know. So we went – well, I don't know about the sock thing, but here's what happened. So it states, and we're at the hotel, and we're checking weight, and, you know, we're in, in the – it's on the floor. We didn't put it in the bathroom. It was, it was stupid. So – my, he was like the 30 pounder. He gets on, he weighed like, he was cutting weight. It, the scale said like 126. We just look at each other, we're like, what? I was like, something's going on. So then we moved it just to uh, the bathroom, and he was like, I don't know, slightly over or right on. So if it's on a softer surface like that, it will uh, make you lighter. Hmm. Okay. Well, so, so have you ever, has, ne- has never rigged a scale. Is that what we're going with? Yeah, I have never rigged a scale, no. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Have you seen ever seen anyone uh, stand on their head upside down and then? Oh, that's dumb. There's no way that works, dude. I I've never done it. I've never like had a wrestler do this. But if you do it and you hop right on the scale, it'll like sometimes drop like two tenths. I've done it before. Stop. I swear. It's just it's just you're just stepping in a different part of the scale you know the scales are not perfect so a lot of times if you can try, there's no. one corner of the scale that is say point two wider than corner. another corner you gotta check the corners kyle i know you gotta check the corners yeah so that's all that's all that standing on the head person is doing they're just checking a different corner yeah i don't buy that gimmick at all also looked it up parker did beat gomez four zero at the wrestle off last okay. year yeah oh yeah so, so was... gomez yeah He's, I he's think going he'll down end up to... back down at 33. Yeah. Okay. So at, at, scale rigging Anthony Echemedia is going to be 141 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, yeah. g- give me the, give me the, you know, give me the breakdown of, because I, listen, I've watched Anthony Echemedia in two matches. So, you know, my, my understanding of his wrestling is not all that great. I know, besides, he's, besides the fact that he's really good. Give me the breakdown him, Yanni, him, Jaden, him, Nick Lee. Him, Dom Demas, too. Throw Dom Demas in there just for some fun. Someone's getting pinned in that one. Um, <laughs> honestly, I don't like the. I don't know if I like the matchup with those guys. I think they're really good. Uh, I, I I don't like the matchups for Etchemendia necessarily. Okay. I think one with Jaden, you've got crazy folk style tricks. That yeah, just he's gonna try to pin him for seven minutes, and there's a good chance he catches him for six at some point in something absolutely wild and. Jaden's kind of competent upper body. He's just sort of yep. kind of good everywhere. Um, yeah. I think Jaden matches up good with him. I think Nick Lee's pace is a problem for Anthony Echemendia. He can go really, really, really hard for seven minutes. Echemendia gases? Uh, yes. Um, really? Where do we see this? I mean, like I said, I've only you watched it twice. It. You haven't seen it. Well, how do you know then? Because I know. <laughs> I know because I know. Um that could be rectified. I mean, uh, did you watch? Uh, so I guess here's what I'm saying. Like, have you guys watched him internationally prior to him coming to America? Never. Or do you remember that at all? Never. Never. Okay. No. Okay. Um, what about Nomad? Think, if there, Has if Nomad watched him? No. 
No, I don't think so. Mm-mm. So I, I just okay. I think if there's a, a chink in the armor for Etchemindia, it's gonna be going hard for seven minutes. What about okay. I mean, bottom's got bottom's got to be the other chink, right? Well, yes, that's yeah, and that's kind of more separately. But yeah, I mean, like, like that remains to be if seen. I'm Jade, yeah, if I'm Jade Ironman and I'm having a struggle, say I get taken down once twice in the first period, and it's my choice. I'm I might choose top, choose top, right? When you're right, when you, know, you yeah, because think about it like this, like, and I'm I'm really high on Etchemendia, I really am, but I'm I'm also trying mm-hmm. to think about this pragmatically. Do you know how much better you have to be than someone if you have no mat game whatsoever? He's not going to be able to ride yeah. these guys, in my opinion. He's not be able to ride well, these guys. And, and he, may, yeah. he may never take bottom. So you're already like, yes. it's you're basically like giving up a takedown or two just to start the match. So you have to be so yeah. utterly dominant on your feet. And you've got to be able to sustain really hard neutral wrestling for seven yeah. minutes as well. Well, because right? the other thing it's is if, if you give up a takedown, if you give up a takedown and you're battle bottom, you're not getting away. So you're probably giving up a riding time point also. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's that's yeah, it's tough. A three really to tough. one takedown advantage is like a pretty huge disparity in folk style. But if the guys get yeah. away every time and they get a takedown and they get riding time and they get their escape in addition that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's you're you're losing. You can and be they lo- pin you, and they pin you, then you definitely lose. <laughs> wow, Ky- wow, Kyle! You were just like describing all of these ways they were scoring on you. Uh, shout out to our man David Bray. If you watch uh, Flow Wrestling Radio Live on the Flow Sports app, uh, there's a new chat feature, and uh, Bray is. What's well, the A/B test right now? So maybe you may see it. So okay, I'm well, checking out people to right get now. on there and try. I it. do too. I do too. Get on the chat. So we'll, and you may see it. Will the chat on um, on the app? Will they be? Will they be smarter than uh, the chat on Facebook? <laughs> I I think this will be very highbrow. Um, but Bray Bray is running polls on there right now, and he <laughs> asked the question: Did CP really lose a couple tenths by standing on his head? And it's so far, it's split 50-50. Some says, yes, oh, it works. God. And the other half says, give me a break. No way. Listen, you don't lose it for a long period of time. But you eventually, you 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 reach the, the original tell way. me the I don't know. Tell me there the, there tell are a couple people on Facebook that say it's good for two tenths. It's the two tenths. Christian. It happens. Listen, Joshua where does Katruska. the weight go? It it's, doesn't go it's anywhere. Listen. It's shenanigans. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's Listen, dumb. it makes no sense to me, but I've seen it happen. I've seen it. Okay. Hey, tell Bray he can get lost. I don't have the chat feature. Listen, you're in the B test. So it's A B tested. So they're there's you know, it's a thing. Let's yeah, see if I got it's it. a thing. I, I, I didn't get the thing. I'm um sorry. you know the other one that high school kids do while we're talking about weight cutting Christian that's so dumb? They they spit in a cup. These dudes spit in a cup. <laughs> oh, like, that's a that's a Buffalo bro, Gap classic. Do you know how it. easy it is to just, you know, put some warm clothes on, go run a wrestle and lose like I don't know, a pound, two pounds, and you spit in a cup all day and you lose like four tenths, like, and you look ridiculous all day and you're just disgusting because you're carrying a spit cup around. I mean, well, puke. At Buffalo Gap High School, carrying something to spit in is not all that uncommon. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I wouldn't say half of the students, uh, Dipping class, but a lot of you know, pretty much in every class. Is that allowed? That no, it's not allowed. Not legal. No, they just you know they'll. So why are they doing it? So why are they doing it? Because they want to. They want to dip. They like dipping snuff. 
they don't want to wait till school's over. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> Very obviously. Um, yes. Okay, but I don't know how we ended up there. We clearly have to have a test of some kind to prove that if you stand on your head, you can lose two tenths for a short period of time. I've seen it happen. You, we need to get a I scale need, in I, here I, and do it. Yeah. And, we'll boy, and, and Kyle, and they have to have feet marks on them, so they step on the same exact <laughs> spot every single time. Okay. What is the minimum amount of time that you need to stand on your head? Because I don't believe this whatsoever. Um, like a minute? Is it two minutes? Is it I think it's minutes? like it five I think minutes? You want to do it like a minute. One minute is the perfect time. Yeah. Rapid wage. Wow. Someone, uh, Tyler, Tyler's got a, a – Tyler's got a medical study pulled up he's here. Got a, this looks peer-reviewed. <laughs> Rapid body changes – uh, rapid changes of body weight after a headstand, a um, uh, metrological analysis. See, the fact that this question has been asked in research, Ben. Um, Why are these people wasting government money? Whoever <laughs> did this effing study. You don't know that this is government money. Who paid for it then? I don't know. This is privately funded. Probably, probably wrestling coaches. Stop. That's why <laughs> like some of these universities do these dumb studies <laughs> and they're, waste, they're wasting our taxpayer money. Uh, doing these ridiculous studies, I, it makes me angry. Well, like, don't I'm you so guys sorry. have something better to do with your life? Solve world hunger or something to that effect. Not study if people lose two tenths of a pound by standing on their head. Okay, a, brie, uh, a belief among wrestlers and wrestling trainers that if a man remains a head headstand position for near 30 seconds, returning immediately afterwards, upright position, reported mass will decrease anyway between 250 grams and 500 grams. No one knows how much that That's is. a lot. 500 grams. Yeah, Christian. 500 grams is half of a kilogram. That's 1.1 pounds. <laughs> Are these people on drugs? No way. Maybe it feels like a... Yeah. A thousand grams. A thousand grams is a kilogram by definition. Come on, Christian. Oh my get your gosh. Get your metric system in order. Be quiet. <laughs> so that's like 1.1 pound. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's not Lower it's not weight true. class. Listen, you can lose... Scroll if, to the answers of this study. Scroll to the answers. That's the introduction. Scroll. Yeah, we're scrolling here. We're gonna see. I wish I, I wish I had power here to scroll. You can't. Tyler, go, go to the end. Right, There's no way this is true. He's working on it. So I, listen, you know, did, did you know the value of if we get all flow employees standing on their head for a minute, and we get to put this on video? I mean, this would be highly entertaining content. <laughs> We should do it. We should do it. We should get a, a, a nice Tanita scale or something. In, uh, official, the official, official scale of the Southern Scuffle. Yeah, people forget that. Ben, you didn't know that, Mr. Smart Guy. I, you don't even know who the official I, scale of the Southern Scuffle is. Um, but we know. It's 2.2046, 2. not 43, Scott Ross. And you didn't send me a poster still. Wow. <laughs> Scott. It works. Not very well, though. It's more like 0.1 or 0.2 pounds. What is what okay. does Sam what does Sam Herring say? I wonder. Is Sam Herring smarter uh, than all of us? He he'll know he'll have. Uh, I think he thinks it works. Yep. If if he if he trusts it, he loses like hundred IQ points. <laughs> it, ben, now you're Mister O. Be open minded. Make you know think things through or Christian whatever. Christian. There's a lot of things you want to be open minded and, th and, and think through, and then like someone tells you, for example, the Earth is flat, and you think like, okay. That person's an idiot. I'm not listening to them anymore. Ray asked the question, uh, <laughs> would a scientific study about losing weight by standing on your head be a waste of money? <laughs> the two options, yes. Study something more important or, or yes! fund it. That extra point two could save me my weight cut. <laughs> <laughs> this better go 100% zero. Uh, 
Study something more important is winning right now. I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna okay. vote. Thank this is God. important. Thank God it's good. Uh man. Wow. I can oh, see them getting okay. on the biggest loser and them trying this the last last second to I guess that show doesn't exist. Did anymore. Roland try that? I don't know. Hey, I've got <laughs> oh, to read. Stop. Hey, we have an, a sponsor. I have to read something right now. I'm sorry. Okay, um, go. Then what, I want you to think about, take this time, Ben, and think about what you want. Uh, All the other dumb ways to cut weight. Yes. Uh, yeah, have another weight cut. But you have to try. Okay, I got, I, got, I got a good one. I got a good one that I tried. I don't know if it worked, but I did it anyway. So go ahead. And, All right, let me do it. the read. Okay. All right. This show is brought to you by RX Sports, the official CBD partner of Flow Wrestling. The all-natural, highly concentrated CBD product, perfect for all your training recovery needs. Visit rxsportsinc.com slash flowsports for an automatic 20% discount off your entire order. Defy your pain with RX Sports. There it is. I am a reader of ads, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Chris, you ready for my stupid story? I'm ready. I don't remember who it was. I I was trying to trying to rack my brain. It might it might, it might be he throwing Nate Nate Gallic under the bus. I don't remember. It was when I went to the Cerro Pelado in in um, twenty ten. This is a long time ago. Someone tried convincing me that if you jammed some espresso, n- not not like an americano, but an espresso, you know, a little shot, mm-hmm. that you know the the caffeine plus the heat would heat up your body and help you lose weight. And so the caffeine might have some effect. So, you know, whatever. I like drinking espresso. So I just, you know, I trusted it because I wanted to drink the espresso anyways. So I jammed some espresso before I cut the weight. And so I kind of still do that um, just kind of for the pick-me-up. And I don't know. I have any idea if it works, but I like espresso, so I do it. Well, it definitely picks up your digestion if, uh, you know, without reading, without getting too explicit there. So there's some, there's maybe something to that. And having a little caffeine. For a workout, maybe that's probably maybe someone should spend like five hundred thousand dollars to study that. Yeah, but maybe, but maybe you should start. Why don't we do a hybrid study? Start drinking it upside down. Okay, you'll lose weight. Do the headstand, and maybe if you have the hiccups, it would cure the hiccups. So it's actually a threefold study there. Sam said he's going to do uh, standing on his head for Tulsa next year. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna defy Ben Askren. This is good, Ben. You have to try it now. You got to go to your. If club. I wanted, if I wanted to waste all their time, I could say, you know, okay, you know, every minute of the practice, someone's gonna stand on the step on the scale, minute headstand, step back on the scale, and then go back to practice, right? And we could waste a minute of each one of their times by trying this. What do you think? Hmm. Don't don't just try it one time. You do it yourself by yourself. I don't want to get on a scale, bro. I haven't got a scale since I retired. I don't want to see what it says. All right, do it. All right, do it. Have have Ozzy do it. Seriously, be like my, my daughter. Thinks it, my, yeah, they'll think it's fun. He can't stand on his head. He's got a tiny little neck. He's two years old. All you have to listen, Ben. All right, don't have to spell this whole thing out for you. Grab his ankles and just hold him like that. Just hold him. Uh, <laughs> he can uh, my, my, thirty seconds to a minute. He'll think it's so fun. Plop him on a scale. And then he will be lighter. My uh, my seven year old has a great handstand, so I, you know I could, I could the, the handstands work as well. I'm I'm assuming it would be any inversion, inversionary, inversionary is that a word? Inversionary technique? Uh, we'll say it. I'll allow it. We'll say inversionary is a word. In fact, okay, okay. Um, well, that this is these are the issues that need to be tackled. Yeah, and these are the questions the wrestling public deserves to have answered. And um, 
you know, I'm happy to sh- shine some light on it. And we should do a piece of content around this. We just need to get a, a high-quality scale first. Um, yes. Rocky, you put some tweets in here. Do you want to talk about these a little bit? Pretty interesting. Uh, this one's this one's cool. I didn't want to bring it up earlier, but I was kind of excited to, to chat about it. I like this a lot. Uh, yeah, our man, John Kozak, who we did not fire, even though Ben wanted us I, to I, fire I him. I tried to. I tried yeah, to. Ben tried he to fire him. Fired. He does our international <laughs> rankings. Uh, it was a fireable offense. What were you mad about? What was it again? Something Because about... he ranked freaking Miles Amin 12 spots ahead of Alex Deringer. Oh, that's right. I remember that big <laughs> debate because I said that's a, that's a thing. Yeah. So anyways, he did. Uh, who has wrestled the most at each Olympic weight since 2008 men's freestyle? 2008. Or 2018. 18. I'm sorry. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty interesting. There's a couple of Americans on there with Kyle Snyder at 50 matches and Jordan Burroughs at 44. Um, but it is interesting to see some of these. And he has their records. Give some of the names. Yeah. yeah so Bajrang awesome. wrestled the most matches of anybody was 66 and he was 60 and 6 in those matches. He stays in these streets. He they, does. I'm I'm assuming Kyle this includes all ma- say like even a beat the streets match this includes. I would assume so, yeah. Okay. Um does John have the full list somewhere cuz it would be really fun to go through, you know, uh a li- the list, right? And kind of, you know, go through. Is that July is 9 and 0 since uh, 2018, <laughs> guys. It's amazing. The, a well, true okay, Iron Man of wrestling. One of the things I'm thinking when I'm looking at this list, there there are a fair amount of um, there's no number ones on this list, right? There's there's twos and threes and fours, but you know obviously when I look at this is like you realize how hard uh, international wrestling is because you know the number five ranked guy has ten losses, and you know if you're thinking about the NCAA like the NCAA season, um, you know a number four guy is not going to have eight losses. That's just not going to happen, right? right. So. You're talking about the increased difficulty of these competitions because the, you know essentially the pool is whittled down to only you know the couple best guys in each country and it's really competitive. It's interesting. Russia has a couple guys on here, mm-hmm. but you know some of them. I think when you're on the top of the pecking order, you, they just you see mm-hmm. them less because I don't know how many of these yeah. guys have been on world teams. Kular, uh, Musaliev. I don't remember. I think Urshiev for sure. Was uh, Urishev has definitely been on teams. I'm pretty sure. How about the Ding yeah. of China, the heavyweight? That's the, one that gives Gwiz problems, right? No, Gwiz is so much better than that guy too. Um, um sometimes yeah. You guys should ask your man John. He's got a full list. It would be it would be fun to kind of look through, you know, glance through. Uh, if he was, he should. Facebook you know what? Earlier. John should do uh, a wrestle step. <laughs> For international matches, I would love to have that so much. I mean, it's so hard because finding international results is like freaking finding a needle in a haystack sometimes. Yeah, yeah, definitely can be. Especially, you know, in more. I, I consider the modern era of wrestling is like since UWW has been UWW. Like, you could find yeah. a bracket for basically every event now. But pre from 2013 prior, it's. It is the Wild West for sure. Um, Seriously. So do, do you want to go to questions from friends? We're, we're probably not going to hit it to 945, but that's okay. Yeah, let's do cool. it. Um, all right, we didn't get that many, but we got some. All right, Hastings Wrestling. I'll donate a Kale Sanderson Hy-Vee Chunky Soup to FRL for a free AWA camp for one wrestler this summer. <laughs> 
Thoughts? Bro, are you saying your Hy-Vee soup's worth 125 bucks? <laughs> it's high. It has, I mean, I think it is signed by Kale. It probably high, is. High in protein. Oh, my goodness. What is uh, – uh, ask, ask this, Ben. What is easier to what? obtain? Attendance at an Askren Wrestling Academy <laughs> camp or a Kale Sanderson Hy-Vee signed can of, of chunky soup? <laughs> well, you know, usually, usually we sell out, but obviously we've had some uh, uniqueness to this to this year of 2020. So we have uh, quite a few spots still available in our summer camps. And there's not quite a few cans. I've been searching the high V's up and down. They, they can't. They're nowhere to be found. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. That'd be yeah, some good really memorabilia fun. for the the AWA location. Yeah, I can't wait for. Uh... Yeah, we. You could even have it. You could have it. It'd be FRLs. But yeah, you it's could... yours. Well, he you know he can con- he can contact me on, on Twitter or uh, internet uh, <laughs> yeah, email if he wants to. Hastings wrestling. Well, you, we'll, we'll ver- you have to verify you have a real you have a real can. You could be anyone. <laughs> you could show up and you 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 bought a Campbell's can and you rip off the label and you printed your own off your table and you want to call it. There's a lot of fraudulent um you know oh, God. a lot of fraudulent chunky soup cans out there. So we need to verify this the real deal. Um, this is an interesting one to me favorite team color combination what colors oh. are you like oh this is cool well i'm bi- i'm biased i like you know we we're black and red at awa and we picked those colors because we really liked the the way it looked and so i'm obviously biased to like black red and white and though and obviously there's a lot of teams that would fit that color profile yes yeah what do you what about you guys that was those were the colors of my high school, so I really like that too. But um, I really like the orange and black of Oklahoma State. I think that oh puke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's a good look. Um, my, funny my, enough, the, my, our ahead, high man. school rivalry was black and orange. Also, wow, I know, right? It comes full circle. I mm-hmm. black and gold Buffalo Gap. I always thought it was so tough. Like black and gold, that's awesome. Steelers are black and gold. Even though I don't like like the Steelers, I was like, those look great. Iowa's are tough, and yeah, I'm a black and gold guy. Well, Missouri is Iowa a really black and gold? Or are they black, black and, and yellow. yellow? Well, I say black okay. and gold. I think they call themselves black and gold. Yeah, that's what they call themselves. The Steelers do? No. Um, what does Steelers I, say? Iowa, yeah, like or, Iowa, even like one of their main like blogs is black heart gold pants. Yeah. Dude, they didn't gold, that's yellow. Well... That was the old school Buffalo Gap colors too, is black and yellow, and we called it black and gold. Just sounds cooler. Hmm, interesting. Black and yellow. Okay. Fair it enough. Looks, it looks tough. The but... Sam 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 said it, not me. West Virginia is beautiful. Wow. The Actually, blue, I do... the blue and gold pops nice. It's nice. The blue and gold. <laughs> which blue and gold's better, the blue and gold of of Pitt or the blue and gold of West Virginia? Oh, come on. Come on. Uh... <laughs> Stop. Oh, that was fun. Uh, who are potential targets for Nebraska RTC with Green leaving? We kind of talked about this yeah, a little bit. But this I don't know. Is what I asked you, this is what I asked yesterday. I don't know who it would be. If if Jordan Oliver hadn't just gone to UNC, I would say that would be a, a good oh, a good guy. Easton connection. Easton connection and good training partner for Burroughs, and there would be different Olympic weights. And but but he's at UNC and he's crushing it there, so he wouldn't. But maybe a year ago that would have made more sense. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who, who a solid middleweight would be or if anyone's recently graduated. Speaking of North Carolina, the Carolina blue and the dark blue is nice as well. Yeah, that's pretty mm. good. 
Um, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know who they would replace him with. I haven't really thought Seriously. of like, someone that's in the in and as you pointed out yesterday, Ben, they don't really have someone graduating soon that is like a natural fill in there that you think could have senior level success. Well, you knows? know, I, I actually thought about my Isaiah White comment the other day. Like Isaiah White obviously had success at Fargo in high school. Um and you know, think about like him versus Vincenzo Joseph as a prospect, like he could, you know, I mean, obviously, I think his mat wrestling was never a big bet. It wasn't like a huge negative, but also wasn't a benefit. Like, he was never killing people on top. And he, he you know, he did struggle on bottom in a few matches. Um, and so it's like, I could see him doing, he's not, he's not, is he going to be James Green or Jordan Burroughs? Obviously, no, right? But could he be a solid freestyle wrestler? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. No, no, very, very true. All true. Um, all right. Let me see what other questions we want to go to here before we depart. Um, um, yeah, this is, I mean, we've, I don't think we've really talked about this and I, 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 it's an interesting question. I don't know that we should talk about it. If the NCAC has moved back, what implications does this have on the Olympic trials? I think that's interesting because this year the, the Olympic trials was scheduled for just two weeks beyond the NCAA season. Um, and so, you know, we're talking, I mean, we have what? Christian, eight to twelve guys who uh, are have collegiate both collegiate eligibility and have the possibility of making the Olympic team this year. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, if if somehow the NCAA tournament was beyond right beyond the Olympic trials, or or even you know on top of, obviously, I think you're gonna have all of those guys Olympic red shirt. Tell me why they couldn't have. Um, tell me why they couldn't have trials in May. I, I don't I don't know the answer to that right uh, I don't I think they could I think there's been I mean like when I wrestled in 08, the Olympic trials was I want to say either the second or third week in June so it used to be way farther back and I think USA wrestling has tried to do this thing where they move it up and they have you know an extended period of time between the trials and and the um, the the worlds or the Olympics to have a longer training camp that doesn't necessarily need to be the case but that's something they have done a lot recently and kind of have, have made a point of. Yeah, and I guess some of the considerations are when are the last chance qualifiers scheduled for the international ones, the Olympic qualifiers? That's, yeah. Mm -hmm. So if those are in May, then we would probably say, okay, we need to have it before then. But if they're in June, which is probably not likely since the Olympics are in July, I don't know. It's going to be tight. It's, it's going to be very, yeah. very interesting. I mean, what if, what if they were the same weekend? <laughs> That'd be impossible, That's right? I, I, but if they I do it in like April, they, no. it's like maybe a 25% chance. I mean, they can't. What if we do Super Weekend of Wrestling? And, and we, we have the NCAAs Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we just go Sunday, Monday. We just take our own vacation, wrestling vacation. We do Sunday, Monday, open trials. What do you think, Christian? And no, and no uh, NCAA guys in there. <clears throat> that would be bad. Well, the NCAA guys would, they would Olympic red shirt. So they would just do the Sunday, Monday. Or we'd have, so we'd have Gable Stevens go full Ironman. He wrestles five days in a row. What if you made one the NCAAs and made the Olympic team in the same weekend? You are the greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. You pass Saitia, Bella Glazov, John Smith. You just did it. Everybody. All right. Let's get the heck out of here. Okay. You don't want to, there's no, there's no other questions? Did, did you see one? Shoot your shot. 
Uh, sorry, I'm I'm looking through them now. How about a tournament? Oh, that that would be. We could do a tournament to of the all time Olympic freestyle wrestlers. You know what we would accomplish by doing that, Christian? We just piss off more Everyone. really really great people because yes. we only would have to pick one. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. Um. Well, we could do that. But lots of options. Um. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow for sure. Thank you all for listening. 504 Strong. Thank you to Stephen Kyle Brackey and Benjamin Askren. Don't call, him, don't call him Benjamin. He likes Ben. Shorter, quicker, more efficient. We'll be more back efficient. tomorrow. More efficient. He's Mr. Efficient. That's why he stands on his head before weigh-ins so he can make the welterweight deficient. <laughs> <laughs> I love the face palm. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. See you tomorrow.